0: This is the this Living Room Chronicles Product- Product- podcast. podcast. This is the Living Room Product- Chronicles Product- Product- podcast-, podcast. Oh yeah, you're right, yeah. 47th sequel.
1: This go. is the 48th once again <laughs> of the Living Room We've been here nearly a year. And do you love again, us? Do you, you hate right. us? Do you give a fuck? Bibbins. like, better listen, for subscribe at T L R C pod. Bibbins, I'm gonna stare at you like this the entire episode. I'm I'm gonna walk out. <laughs> I can't <laughs> yeah. do it. So, um, we fucking had to sit through that last night, I guess, boys. I um Bibbins this- been Bibbins has been begging for me to not bring this up but there's absolutely no way on this podcast we're not going to talk about it.
2: I'm glad we're getting it out first.
1: Yeah, get it out of the way so Bibbin can done get done being well, I'm upset just with
2: tired us. of you guys being negative Nancy, you especially. Your fucking dramatic post throwing your fucking Browns cup that shit was pen funny. holder. Admit it was funny. And, no, it wasn't. It was funny. No, it's I annoying. Because I've seen it over can. the last 20 years. I've
1: walked, I walked over to the trash can. But I know with my damn well you picked it mug.
2: right back up Hell out yeah, of the trash. that shit out of the trash, bro. <laughs> Put it back on They're your They're only
1: trash until Wednesday, and then I'm fine. They're only trash until Wednesday. Because this morning, I didn't even drink that much. I drank, I had like two drinks. And by the way, Sober October, as you guys can see, yeah, I heard. lasted a week. So yeah. yep. um, cool. I have no self-control. It's fine. That's not true. It
0: almost ended a couple hours into it. So you <laughs> yeah, have a little yeah. bit of self-control. I did
1: make it like four or five days. And it's helped me during the day for sure. Just not be hitting my pen during the day. So I like that. I like that, but maybe edit that out. I don't know. Maybe it makes me sound like a degenerate. Eh, don't care. But Browns, Um, that was ugly. Baker Mayfield did not look like an NFL quarterback. He looked like he didn't belong out there, and that was my well, biggest takeaway.
2: I would say him and the entire offensive line.
0: Nathan Peterman looked better.
2: Yeah. I mean, we honestly could have thrown him out there, and he would have done just as well as Baker did, dude. Like, Probably better. I give. I did not realize that the the Forty Nineers defense was that good. I mean, yeah, their front four is they're pretty great, fucking good.
1: But they schemed us out of the game. Like there they, was just times we didn't try to roll the pocket at all no. for Baker. We didn't try anything different. We didn't try double tights really to try and bring in someone to help block.
2: Nope. See, they kind of did sense, actually, dude. and none of them actually did. Like there were two times that Bosa got sacked. I remember that where fucking, he went through two people. No, yeah, that he where he went through the fucking tight end and then Greg Robinson like just yeah p- patted him on the shoulder, mm-hmm. and then he just destroyed Baker. Like that one where he bl- hit Baker from behind and Baker got up real slow. Yeah, he literally like Greg Robinson literally touched him with two hands. Bosa swiped away and then he like kind of like shouldered him and then that was and he just.
1: He got manhandled. Dude, he looked Robinson, like a little boy. It's just odd. Like, they didn't fly out there, I think. They might have flown out there in the morning the same day as the game. No.
0: They, or the they, night before. Yeah, they were there at least on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the, if the NFL has rules against that or if you can go earlier, but we just didn't travel well. And the crazy thing is, coming up here soon, we got to go from New England to Denver. So it's the same kind of road trip,
0: yeah. But same
1: kind of beat up game in New England.
0: I'd much rather take a Denver squad that lost Bradley Chubb to the in, for the entire season. Yeah, did they? Yeah, and they um, won though. Yeah, but dude, I'll I'll take an aging Joe Flacco mm-hmm. over.
1: You wanna think that, but Marcus Mariota beat the piss out of us this year, so dude. That's never, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. But you what never the know which team's gonna show up? No. Yeah, and
0: I agree with you, but the one anomaly that i do see is the fact that week one is week one is week one i Mm -hmm. mean and that's the only way you can really say it so i don't i don't look at anything um in terms of like comparison to week one because like 33 to 3 or whatever the the score was yeah that's that wouldn't happen if the browns played the titans this weekend
1: Yeah, but I also think that had the Browns showed up like they showed up last night against the Niners, one hundred percent, we probably get our asses kicked just like we did Week One, and that's I thought it was an anomaly, and I was willing to blame it on rookie head coach. What I think we're getting is a little bit of over emotion. Like Freddie can't really take like the, the reason why those big plays happened at the beginning of the game. Is because we were playing with weight. We were way too amped up. Like you they're not even keeled and they don't like they all feed off that like underdog like ready to go mentality. Yeah. And it's like chip they, on our shoulder. And it's like Freddie isn't a calming force to the team. And it just kinda like shows in some of his decision making. Like as a coach, when we're down fourteen, kinda getting our fucking asses kicked, or down twenty one we're down 21 at half. It's like 21 to 3 at half. So, we're getting our asses kicked. There's like 5 seconds left. He drops Baker back again. It's like, dude, just sh- take the damn knee and go into halftime. Yeah. Like, you don't need to put your QB at risk again there. There's no point in doing it. You guys have never complete like it's like it was like a 70-yard throw. Like, dude, just take it into halftime and stop doing that and then having an OBJ out there returning punts when there's freaking like no chance. We're down twenty. We're down twenty-eight to three at that point. Why is he back there? That's our. I best I feel like
2: player. he just went out there.
1: Exactly. And as a coach, you don't let that shit fly. Yeah.
0: You mean like trying to be like an he, offensive? He basically spark. said,
1: "Yo, Freddie, like, like we're trying to win this game. Like, I want to go out there. Like, Freddie, no, dude."
0: Well, I think uh, that a lot of it is they're just trying to justify, like I said earlier, the trade for Odell Beckham. I mean the the throw to start the first play. Like, yeah, seeing that trick play... going to him the next play. Yeah, like, seeing that trick play happen in Baltimore that didn't pan out with mm-hmm. Damian Ratley. Like, yeah, that was nice to see that one time. But it's almost becoming a thing where people are going to be like, okay, at some point, Odell's going to throw the ball. Or yeah. Jarvis is going to throw. Some sort of wide receiver is going to get the ball on a pitch and then throw it like a flea flicker. And it's just... It, it's becoming... Like, when my dad can recognize what's going on who has never played football and doesn't understand football and is one of those Northeast Ohio guys who's seen nothing but losing when it comes to football, he's like, I even know what they're about to do. And that's a problem. Like, that's a huge problem. And, I mean, when we talk like we always do in our group chat during the Browns game, I mean, we, you and I said it early. We were like, this is a problem. If Baker Mayfield was 0 for 4 with an interception – Odell Beckham Jr. had our only completion for the first, I think, 10 minutes of the first quarter. It may have been the entire first. quarter, Like that, that to me is just like, dude, didn't have a completion. Exactly. If you're on the road in Monday night football, all eyes on me. Why wouldn't you get Baker trying to go on these short throws that you did in game one of the preseason to get him going Mm -hmm. when we looked like the team everyone thought we were going to be like, I, I just don't seem to understand that. And it all comes back to Bob Wiley saying they made a mistake hiring Freddie. He said that it wasn't Freddie that got Baker going. It was his quarterback's coach who they replaced. Yeah. And it's someone who's I don't know where he's at. I'll I'll look up I'll look him up right now. But yeah, a
1: lot of people are saying that. And I just yeah. Don't, if this weekend's gonna tell a lot, we're definitely capable if we play like we played against the Rams or the Ravens to beat Seattle. Yeah. But Seattle is very capable of doing what San Francisco just did to us. They have Jadavion Clowney. They can kick our ass. So if Freddie goes out and gets his ass kicked this Sunday. They're gonna be a, there's gonna be questions on whether he makes it through the season, cause you just can't be going out there when your owner's a hot-headed hotheaded. Yeah, dude, I can't honestly go I out could there. see that. You can't be going out there and getting your ass. If we get blown out again on TV, like well every game's God, on TV, not. but if we get blown out again any one of these next two weeks, it's gonna be a chance that Freddie Kitchens gets fired. Because that's coaching at that point. With that good of a roster, you should not be going out and getting blown out. And it's scary to think, but we got to consider that Baker Mayfield may not be what he's all cracked up to be. I'm not giving up on him after one Uh, bad game, but guys don't have 30% completion percentages and throw for 100 yards in this league.
2: I mean, all I could say is that he had no time. I think that's another thing, too. I think that they were... like I feel like once we got down big, all Freddie was doing was trying to go for that big play. Yeah, like he wasn't like trying to string together drives. Yeah,
1: there's nothing looked conducive. I
2: don't think Chubb looked terrible. I mean, he has he had a few good runs. Like he definitely, I, I, he stuck to his word where he said after he got tackled on that fourth down draw, he he said he'll never let one guy tackle him again this season. Uh-huh. He's definitely stuck to his word on that. I haven't seen him get taken down by one man since then but
0: yeah but I mean the thing that's nice about coming up with the against the uh, Seahawks is they're traveling from the west coast um, and they're playing earlier so we have a one o'clock game right yeah so technically so. The Seahawks, Seahawks this week. Yeah. unless it gets bumped to prime time which I don't think no, it will what sucks is we don't have, have a
1: single week where we're one o'clock back to back so our schedule's just got no consistency to it
0: But I'm I'm really surprised that they didn't actually make the Seahawks game again um, on at 4:25 and the Patriots at one because with the Seahawks traveling, the
2: the Browns Steelers game at Pittsburgh is at 4:25.
0: Yeah, it's weird. So it's one of those things where Seahawks
2: prime time every other week. Yeah, Seahawks coming down. What's what time's that Ravens game?
0: One.
2: I bet that gets moved. If yeah, we're Yeah, both... that's going to be
1: the one that gets flexed to Sunday night. It might it depends. Well, no, there's I've man.
2: looked at I've looked at the schedule. I think it's like I think it's Packers Kansas City that week is the yeah. Sunday night game and there's no way that's getting moved.
1: But they that time of year they might flex them both to Sunday night. I mean,
2: we could get moved to 4:25. Mhm.
1: I just there's it's being real ambitious after last night's game to think that we're gonna be playing for the division, the division in September. It's not oh, though. I mean our division Our division isn't that sucks great. is what we yeah. learned last night. Our yeah, really sucks. So it
0: is so it's not fathomable to think that or it's not unfathomable, I should say, to think that um we can't compete with the Ravens. I just hope this like, was a wake up call for all the players. Yeah. But so, they need to get their heads well, out of their asses. Well, is the reason why the uh, Ravens are. Is it just solely based on record, or is it just because they do have two technical division wins because they just beat they're, the Steelers? They're
1: better than us, record-wise too. They're three okay. And two.
0: So, because I was gonna say, is it only the reason why? Because they because they have no. two division wins, or is it? But with Mason Rudolph being out for who knows how long. Him looking like a as bad as it sounds like a 16 year old stuck in a fucking football Halloween costume when they unscrewed that face mask yesterday. Yeah. Like it was all it or yesterday Sunday. What dude. the
2: fuck happened to him? You didn't see it. Earl, uh, Earl, dude, Thomas, Earl came Thomas came up. up. It was a it was a clean hit.
0: It was a clean hit. I mean, what would have happened, dude? If we were watching the UFC, he would it would have been a, a button knockout. Like he got yeah, hit on the chin and he was lights out before he hit the ground.
2: With his, fo- but I mean, he kind of hit him with his helmet. But dude, he Mason Rudolph yeah, jumped. Mason Rudolph jumped to do a jump pass. It. He was trying to keep the play alive, and he got hit from he like got hit from behind. And the way Earl Thomas was coming in, he he hit him in the head, and he just it, literally you you can see when it's up close. He's he's knocked out on impact.
0: Yeah, they when they show you the uh, head-on camera angle like over the line, you could see he's lights out before he even hits the ground. Um, and then to add insult to injury. The Steelers, the medical cart, didn't work. They literally had eight people or so pushing this cart off the field, and they had Mason Rudolph stand up to walk out. So, yeah, here's the hit right here. So, it doesn't seem... Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a bad hit at first, but, dude, you see everybody's reaction. Like, dude, he's knocked the fuck out. But, yeah, so... Yeah exactly so like coming up with
1: He jumped into it that's what made it so deadly Yeah
0: so like we bring all that up to get back to the Browns and it's like with that being in our division they're on their third string quarterback Cincinnati doesn't have a win and we don't know what they're even really looking like there may be a fire sale at the trade deadline with Mm -hmm. everybody who has some sort of value in Cincinnati because they're just trying to get draft picks at this point um, and then the Ravens are the only like true test of character and skill and grit and resiliency, essentially. Yeah, but so, we're going to
1: drop—you can guarantee—so we'll, let's play the schedule game to finish off the Browns talk so we don't sound too depressing. So Seahawks, what do we think, boys? I think they're capable of beating them, but if they show up like they showed up last week, that's yeah, an L. That's yeah. a big L.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's you could say that about every game though, because <laughs> dude, that was awful.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna say that they bounce back and beat the Seahawks this Same week. Same here. Long. Yeah. Get their first home win, get their feet back under them. They're three and three. Then they go up to New England and we get undressed by the Patriots. You really think so? Freddie's gonna get out-coached, dude. That's what's gonna happen. Freddie's, I think that's what Freddie's everyone thinks. Get outdueled by Bill Belichick, and they're gonna, they're like, you think that Shanahan mind fucked? Baker, fucking Bill Belichick's a defensive mastermind. So if there's any flaws in our offense, it's gonna show against the Patriots. But the crazy thing is, we're the first good team the Patriots are gonna
2: play. That's uh, dude. I'm. No, I'm... Oh, they played the Bills. The Bills aren't that Fuck bad. The Bills. Their offense, offense isn't good, but their defense is. Their offense yeah. ain't bad.
0: Their offense is not. It's bad.
2: not bad. I'm. A, but they're. It's not like they're lighting the world on fire oh, yeah, either. No, no. Josh Allen's managing games. They yeah, went fourteen to seven. This week, like when's a win? I know. I'm. I'm not arguing there. Yeah.
1: I listened to an expert before the season and said the Bills were his sleeper uh, playoff pick. But so that because the Bills are good, we're gonna have to win our division to make the playoffs. Because the Bills will probably take the wild card. Um. Anyway, so. Patriots, I'm going to say an L. What do we think of Broncos? We think we can pull that off, making that big road trip. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're not playing very well right no. now. Okay. So we got to win there. Bills, we just talked about them. Great defense. That's going to be a tough one. That's a toss up. That's
2: going to be, dude. What? Probably,
1: at when home. is that game? We we'll probably lose November
0: that game. 10th.
2: And it's November 10th, where? 1 in, p.m. In Cleveland. in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to go to that game. I got friends coming into town for That's it. That's going
2: to be a cold game.
0: Rough, your tickets for sale?
1: Um I'm buying all the tickets for that game so they might be We'll Just see depending. man. I think the I mean, Browns if We keep losing. Yeah, there's well, Let me know. Sale. Um <laughs> Then the Steelers win. Yeah, we're going we should win that game, but facing them 2 weeks later is a wh- win and then Dolphins is a win. This is a trap game right here. No, okay. the Dolphins is a trap game, I think. Well, no. I think the second game against the Steelers two <laughs> after we played them a week two weeks before, that's going to be tough to beat them. I mean, it again. depends who's...
2: If Mason Rudolph or this Hodges guy is playing. Yeah, but they're the still... The Steelers' players. defense isn't, isn't bad either. Yeah.
1: Then Bengals, that should be a win. Cardinals yeah. should be a win. And then the Ravens. Yeah, I agree. That might be for a playoff spot.
0: Yeah, a like...
1: Or we'll have to win that one, then win against us.
0: Like and and the the worst part about is. the worst part about all of this is let's say we are right one hundred percent. So we got what what would that remaining record be from the um, final games?
2: Uh, Out of our last seven games, we so could we're play on all...
1: three right now. We'd be so that'd two be and four.
0: No, that'd be three and three. Right? You said three we'd...
1: and three. Yeah, three and three, three and four, four and four, four and four,
0: five and four,
1: five and four. Five and four. That's Six and four, seven and four, eight and four. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, like, so like
0: if, if we break out these wins, yeah. which are very, very doable, it's one of those things where people aren't even going to remember yeah. about I mean, the, last, be- the season. Your last four, six like, weeks playing like yeah. yeah.
2: one team right now with a winning record. The it's, whole
1: se- – whole, whole. like, just like fantasy teams, you could be 0-5, like Spencer's saying, and you could win yeah. the championship. It, well, it so works out there's perfect, there's perfect for the us. bad teams right now may not be bad in December.
0: Yeah, it works out perfect for us because... Uh, I mean, yeah, you're working out the kinks, but you're working out the kinks against quality teams. It's not like you're showing up yeah. against these the shit schedule in the first half of the season like the Patriots have, and you're stomping all over people. Everyone's talking about, oh, the Browns are living up to the hype, and then they finally meet the Rams, on, yeah. and, you know what I mean, and then get destroyed, or they meet the, the Patriots or whoever in prime time and get destroyed. So I'd rather have it be the way it is right now.
1: Yeah, I like the way our schedule shakes out the next two weeks as a fan I'm just like fuck dude
0: yeah as being like a my homer ass is
1: kicked this first seven weeks
0: man yeah as being a homer it sucks because you wait you know six seven days for football and then all of a sudden that happens yeah they get fucking destroyed like on that- the first defensive like on the first defensive play for us it was so deflating
2: yeah. alright I'm I'm, it's enough <laughs> okay I'm on to next week yeah. I'm on to Seattle it's I'm
1: almost on to Wednesday Seattle.
2: I'm almost over it yeah they, they took a fucking big old dump right in front of us on
1: national <laughs>
0: television put, took last a night. They took a big man. old dump. Hey, like, man. So, a so. dog that don't poop long. or Damn it. <laughs> damn it. A dog that poop fast, don't poop long.
1: Hey, speaking of dogs, what about Snoop Dogg's fucking Kansas halftime performance? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, okay. Let's so, pull it up for you. Yeah, he yeah. The, up. He was at Kansas city Okay, University. chill out. I will answer this Oh, this, this is going to be you. the video that Vivian yes. Viv narrates for the week.
0: <laughs> so... What happened is is everybody in D1 basketball, they have a huge celebration leading up to the basketball hoop season. And <laughs> yeah. everyone knows that NCAA basketball is about to start up. So Kansas thought it would be a good idea to hire Snoop Dogg to come in and do their and, to the Allen Fieldhouse and uh, start hyping up the crowd. Well, the only problem is they have all of the entertainers They think all the entertainers are underneath uh, the idea that it has to be a G-rated show because they don't know who's going to be in the stands. It could be family. It could be kids. It could be older people, boosters. They don't know who's going to be there. So they try and keep the music clean and everything clean and all that. And mind you, they're facing NCAA sanctions for uh, violations, right? Mm -hmm. So for (laughs) violations of not being able to control
2: anybody.
0: (laughs) So all of a sudden... Snoop Dogg comes out and they have people holding inflatable joints. They have strippers on the fucking court dancing and on the poles. Thinking, then the best thing ever, they pull out a money gun and Snoop Dogg is running around a college fieldhouse shooting money at students at a college that's facing NCAA sanctions for improper benefits for its student athletes. Like dude, it's just it, you can't make this shit up. And so, Bibbin if you want to do like what Ralphie just said and you want to go ahead and introduce or and in, in do a little commentary.
2: So, yeah. So Snoop Dogg's out in the middle. He's got like they have like a, he's got his own like Snoop Dogg mascot. With a blunt in his with hand. With a, yeah, an inflatable blunt in his hand. He's going up to the DJ. This video is not great. I mean, it's from behind. us. He's rapping. He's in a jersey.
1: Like, can you believe uh, number one? His hairline Dogg...
2: keep is keep getting further back and back. It's actually moving on the video. <laughs> 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 it's time for Snoop. Can to you? Just this shut guy, whoever,
1: who's Snoop Dogg's homie, that's in the fucking Snoop Dogg thing. I
0: don't know, but dude. I... You
2: know he found that. I was like, yo, man.
0: You picked a 34 34-minute movie. movie? Or 34 concert, oh, is it? I
2: mean, I'm sure he had the, the... Where the fuck are the strippers you know, the fans Oh, oh they're, they're there they right are there. There you go. So we skipped ahead on the other side of the basketball court, he went, and they got strippers. Now, mind you, it looked like before, he was in front of the student section that was there. That's not the side of the court they had... The stripper pulls on. Looks like they put them on the family side.
0: No, the stripper pulls are all over the place. There's two on each side. Oh, are there? Yes. they got two strippers ones. on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, And dancers I mean, yeah, in between it's them.
2: It's not like these girls. <laughs> I mean, you Do you t- think and this dude knew?
0: I think they were doing Drop It Like It's Hot depending on like how he was sh- I mean, bobbing his shoulders. That,
2: I mean, you could say that those girls were like doing like fitness, cause that's like a new thing. Do you think this is thing. Snoop
1: Dogg's fault or do you think this is Kansas's fault? Well, I, I Kansas
2: went... probably didn't give him parameters. They're just like, yeah, awesome, you're gonna come yeah, out for they a probably concert. Just Snoop no. <laughs> do a no, did you ass
0: concert? did you not hear what I just said? What they the, Kansas came out. That's why they're they had to issue an apology because Kansas says all of our performers and performances are supposed to be under these guidelines, and Snoop yeah. Dogg didn't listen he to the to guidelines. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he just he just listen and then Snoop Dogg today this is courtesy of TMZ uh he just basically says uh he's not apologetic at all. He says listen quote unquote when you pay for Snoop Dogg you go and get Snoop Dogg and yeah. they got Snoop Dogg. So
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. So Snoop didn't read the rules. He's just like shit. They these motherfuckers pay me forty grand. I'm gonna come out here and do this shit. Yeah,
0: man, dude, it was it's wild. Okay, so, so I don't here's... think
1: it's Kansas's fault, really. I think Snoop Dogg just went off. The, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, whatever he wanted.
0: He definitely did because the the quote from Jeff Long, who's Kansas University's director or athletic director. Said We made it clear to the entertainer's managers that we expected a clean version of the show and took additional steps to communicate to our fans, including moving the artist to the final act of the evening to ensure that no basketball activities would be missed if anyone did not want to stay for his show. Watching the video, it seemed like the crowd was into it. Snoop Dogg even made it rain with a money gun on the same court as the fan, on the same side as the courts of the fans. <laughs> um, I take full responsibility for not thoroughly vetting all the details of the performance and offer my personal apology to those who were offended. We strive to create a family atmosphere here at Kansas and fell short of this that evening. Uh, that was a quote by the athletic director. So Snoop Dogg, man, shouts out to you, man.
1: I feel like Kansas might have just done this just to go viral, be like, "Fucking Snoop Dogg, do whatever you want."
0: I just thought it was hilarious how Snoop Dogg literally quoted said, "You pay for Snoop Dogg, you, you gonna, gonna get, get Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg." He said, "Snoop Dogg," quote. The audience enjoyed that shit. I don't know what the fuck they talking about. <laughs> He says uh, on rumors uh, that he was asked to be to leave after the performance. That's a motherfucking lie. I had the time of my life. I enjoyed myself and hung out with both basketball teams, like the men's and women's basketball teams. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's funny to me and he, dude, he even says whatever he wants dude, and he's point. he's calling kansas out he's like i think it was more the publicity of what i did they had to cover it up and i respect them and i wasn't gonna put no smut on their name and say that they did anything wrong because they invited me to come do what i do and when you pay for snoop dog you gonna get snoop dog that's the full quote
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking snoop just imagine making a career off of smoking blunts and rapping
0: cypress hill like
1: just seeing the like snoop He was literally just dancing around as like a 60-year-old. He's like 55, dude.
0: He was acquitted of murder, too.
1: And he fucking is just jigging around with strippers and a fucking dog with a blunt.
0: Like, (laughs) that shit
1: cracks me up. Oh, man. Um, I wanted to bring this up because we're talking, I guess we're kind of talking about basketball. Um, What are you guys thinking about these LaMelo ball highlights that are out there?
2: I honestly haven't seen any of them.
1: Yeah, so he's just looked really good on highlights, and there's a bunch of scouts that are saying if he keeps it up, kind of like Luka Doncic, he's going to be like the MVP of his league that he's playing in. Australia. So he, I think, and that's a lot of good NBA players have played in that league, like European players. So he is looking, he's averaging like 18, 8, and 8 in that league. So... It's going to be crazy to see if he actually does get drafted.
0: The thing I like about him the most is the fact that it looks like his dad is staying away from him. Yeah. Which is so nice to see because I think Lonzo calling out his dad and coming out publicly saying I should have stepped away. I should have signed with Nike. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to bring four pairs of those big baller brand shoes with me every game because one pair was ripping every quarter. Yeah. He was trashing basically the, the ball name, but not Mm -hmm. at the same time because he was just speaking truth. And, uh, he said Lonzo was quoted by saying the smartest thing LaMelo could do is taking a grasp of his own career and not letting anyone steer that ship for him, which was him basically basic, like, yeah, you. subtweeting yeah. at Lavar being like stay the fuck out of, you know, stay in your lane to quote Lavar himself. So it's I think it's good for him, man. I even saw that there was talks that Cavs sent representatives down to Australia to scout him for a yeah, potential first round draft too. pick. So like at this point, it's just becoming whoever is the best available player, yeah. which sucks for basketball because, like, we're we're getting to the point where it's like we're drafting offensive linemen in, in the NFL for, like, five straight years. But this yeah. is just point guards now for the, the Cavs.
1: It's just like there's going to come a time in the NBA, and there already is a time where only four or five teams can compete. Yeah. And that's just, like, that's what it is because free agents are never going to come to Cleveland.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's too cold. Yeah
1: it's too cold and only people that live here like the city so it's or you're from here yeah so I, I just don't know. I don't know how the Cavs are going to do it. They're going to have to pull something crazy off to get, like, talent here. They're just going to build something like Golden State or the Nuggets. They will. Like,
0: they will. They'll get it right. I think they will. Kobe Altman is a legitimate GM now that he's got his yeah, head on his shoulders. He understands analytics. He's made some and, good moves, man. Yeah. yeah. So I think that they are in good hands. I think it's going to be a long ride.
1: Our second uh, – second pick had like 17 points or something yeah kevin
2: porter game. jr yeah last yeah.
0: night well dude he was supposed to be a first round draft pick but i don't know why he fell or something <laughs> like that maybe he had a scandal at usc i think something like that yeah but i mean and they also worked something out with him where he actually signed for less money for the first two years and then he's gonna make more his third or fourth year i forget what it was but he helped out i don't the know team but too. everybody
2: said that it was a good he's a good guy yeah, man that yeah we, it was good that we got him
0: darius garland looked good yeah I did watch a little bit of the um, thing online, this calf scrimmage last night. During they all the,
1: have, like, the same hairstyle. Like, all the, like, Colin Sexton and the two rookies all have the just same That's
2: new thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was
0: like when Odell had the kind of floppy up top that was blonde. Everybody yeah. did that. Didn't
1: he dye his hair blonde again?
0: Did I he? No. I didn't even pay attention.
1: Okay. Dude, I just... I can't start talking about the Browns again. No, nope, we're not going to <laughs> It just got me back on the yeah. on the topic. I dude, it like messes with my mood. But anyway, um, random transition this time. We had some golf stories, I suppose, that I wanted to talk about. Um Spencer, you got kicked out of a golf course
0: uh, well, at I didn't, some point. I didn't get kicked out of it in terms of like asked to leave while I was golfing. Mm-hmm. It was, I was with a party of people yeah. and we drank a lot of beer and we just, apparently we got a little bit too rowdy for the, that was a good one. We got a little bit too rowdy for uh, management there. And um, when my buddy went back to golf, they said that he was no longer welcome and Saint, or that went. To the the three other people in his party, and I was one of those three other people. So essentially, yes, I was banned from a golf course in Winchester, Virginia.
1: Because you guys got too drunk.
0: Yeah, we uh, played beer uh, a beer hole beer per hole. Uh huh. Um, and this was probably about like the fourteenth or fifteenth hole, and Jesus. we yeah we were toasted. I mean, it was we were drinking Bud Light and McUltra, but mm-hmm. like we were still toasted. Yeah. And, like, it started to turn into, like, when you get in with your college buddies and you haven't seen them in a while. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened to be that we met up in the golf course instead of meeting at the bar to say hi. So, like, it turned into, like, hey, you want to drag race these golf carts? And then it turned into, oh, I could do a better donut. And then it was just shit like that. And Mm -hmm. it was something that we thought we were doing our own thing, kind of, like, staying away from everyone. We didn't damage anything. We didn't put any damage anyone in danger anything like that we just fucked with each other and with ourselves and possibly could have damaged a golf cart but like we didn't actually damage the golf you know what i mean like that was the yeah. only thing that we really put in harm's way so yeah long story short uh, we got kicked out and asked to leave or not asked to leave but we got kicked out
1: dude golf outings in my industry are like a thing in the summertime where people that's known that like People just get fucked up, and it's, like, a weekly thing for some people. Like, there's some people who are just, oh, that guy golfs all the time. Those type of people who, like, don't really work that much. They're just, like, the good golfer. And, dude, I've seen guys run over other people's clubs with carts, like, crash the carts, flip the carts, get the the carts stuck in the mud. Like, all kinds of shit, to the point where some of these rich dudes literally have umbrella policies on their insurance that cover golf carts if they fuck them up.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I've, I've been with a dude who called his insurance agent while we were sitting there in the cart and was like, hey man, if I fuck this cart up, am I covered with my umbrella policy? And the guy's like, that's a really, really weird question, man. Maybe You probably shouldn't be fucking up golf carts, but yeah. Baby, you got any good golf stories? I got a golf outing this Saturday with Tom, his brother. No, I'm terrible at golf. We're trying to win the whole thing, but of course... Good uh, luck.
2: Yeah, it's a Christmas sale club outing. Right? Yeah,
1: Texas plays it at, at one to, or at noon, and oh, Tom, Tom. Thinks, Tom thinks we're going to get out in time for him to see the game, and I'm like, no, dude. He's an
2: idiot. Just have him
0: bring a tablet. That's what Tom, t- yesterday Tom while doesn't we're
1: watching... Tom hasn't paid for anything that can stream shit.
2: So Tom, yesterday, goes to me while we're watching the Browns game, while a mcdonald's commercial comes on for breakfast he's like hey he's like so do they use like real eggs like do do they do them in-house there and i'm like i i have no idea tom well you're a cook You, you can't tell Oh, I don't fucking know what the fuck they do back there. I've never worked
0: in fast food before. I would have made him ask this question.
2: Because the commercial came on. I
0: would have looked at him and been like, you've had a real egg. Does it taste the same?
2: I'm just like, Tom, like, just because I fucking cook doesn't mean I know everything about every restaurant ever. Yeah. I'm like, I've never worked in a fast food place before.
0: That's too funny. He's an idiot. Tom's a goat. No. We
1: need to have him back on here and just be an idiot again maybe <laughs> dude um so speaking of fast food joints have you guys ever found anything nasty or seen anything nasty at a fast food joint and wanted to say something about it yes or do you have any funny stories bibbing from restaurants from people sending shit back that had nasty shit in it
2: uh uh, nothing that comes to mind. I mean, my dad's found... Uh, my dad, actually, the one time we went to... I'll keep the restaurant's name out of it, because I actually like the place, and it was just complete accident. But he found, like, a, like a piece of a, a wood, like a pick inside of his, like, piece of sausage. <laughs> and it was, like, a house-made sausage, too. And, yeah. like, Kev wasn't pissed. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't choke on or anything. Like, he cut it, and he found it, and he's yeah. like... No, no. What is it? Name <laughs> it. No, it was collision bend in no. uh I mean which I mean it's a good restaurant, but mm-hmm. uh yeah. It's but, house made shit. Yeah, I mean uh other than that, no, I mean maybe like a piece of plastic that I
1: found BB's in the goose, the pulled yeah. goose that Tom made for the Super Bowl one year. Worst shit I've ever had in my life.
0: What? Wait. Wait.
1: Tom Tom and his brother killed killed a goose and they wanted to eat it. And they made pulled goose, dude. Literally just, like, pulled meat of the goose in, like, a fucking, like, crock pot. Grossest shit ever.
2: That's disgusting. Why yeah. would you even eat that? Like, a goose they killed in the
0: backyard?
1: I don't know. They went hunting and killed it. Or, yeah, it was goose. <sighs> Fuck that. No, I wouldn't. Interesting. It was gross, dude.
0: Dude, when you say that, like, I'm sorry, like this, it's dark. I gotta bring up this story from high school. It just reminds me of the time that Brian Williams, Mark Kalina, and Zach Mayer captured a goose. Uh huh. And yeah, they literally put a goose in the back of their car, and they—I'll never forget this story. They said Mark Kalina said that as Brian was driving home, Mark is sitting in the back seat, and the goose was quiet. And then all of a sudden, the head like slowly crept up out of the backseat like out of the trunk and he like looked around and like a fucking out of a movie he was like (laughs) he like <laughs> let out and he started flapping his yeah, wings of course, right? <laughs> the out? Dude, why he... would
2: they ever fucking do that like was so it was stupid. like in, it was in shock for the oh, second my God. it
0: was the funniest story I ever I'm heard so in my entire life
2: dumb, they dumb. probably
1: freaked
0: out they did they pulled over they opened the trunk and let the goose out but I think they thought it was hurt or something like that I don't know there was a story behind them capturing it it wasn't like they were like hey, let's go yeah, capture they made it. something yeah. up but they it, were like dude it was we funny. fucked this goose
1: up and they probably threw something at it and it, was, it, and it knocked out, and they put it in their trunk to, like, hide it. Dude,
0: I was dying, because <laughs> all I can imagine is, like, being a driver and looking in their rearview mirror, and then just, you know, when something's in the trunk, and then just imagine it coming up out of the backseat, like, slowly, and you just see a goose head like, look left and right, and then, <laughs> Oh, God, it was so funny.
1: Dude, I remember one year that it was, like, the first time I had ever been pulled over, like, doing something I shouldn't be doing, like, when I was, like, friggin', I think I was like seventeen. We stole all the senior signs, like yeah. from all like from out of everybody's yard. You know how they dri- the school drives around. Yeah, like, yeah. Once yeah. I was out there. We stole literally everyone's, <laughs> and we that was just gonna be that was our little prank to laugh about and. We were driving. It was me and Buck, and I think Jen Moni for some reason might have been with us. That sounds like something Jen would participate um, in. I was in the back seat, and we the cops came, and we had all these fucking senior signs <laughs> all over the car. Dude, had, most of them were in the trunk, but there was a bunch in the back seat too. And Whose we, car were you driving? And I think we were in Jen's car. Okay. And Buck, like we all put like the we all put the freaking things under our like seat and shit and you can pretty much see him but the cop didn't say shit i just didn't know if he like knew what we were doing or if we, like cuz i was so terrified yeah but, and that may have not been the greatest story in the world
0: but oh like, no dude in I, my
1: mind that was fucking no i'm did so you guys do any senior pranks yes
0: i'm so glad that you said it wasn't a senior prank but it was when i was when we were younger and it involves guyther too he's yeah. the reason why my windshield got cracked
1: david yeah, you probably have some fuckboy shit high school stories any dumb really. shit. All right. We Dude, just you think about it while he tells his. Well,
0: story. we just did a big scavenger hunt around uh, Twinsburg I that. And we had like 15 20 people. Was this the soccer team? No, it was okay. just a big group of people we are all in and out of Aurora Shores. We did it from Jesse Zabo's parents house and they oh, lived I over there. I was super Yeah. I didn't get invited. Uh, probably cuz you were I wasn't didn't in you your like grade. yeah. I, wasn't I don't I forget grade. what it was. But all I know is that one of it was like you had to steal a flag. Uh And Geithner and I were on the same team and we tried to be funny. And I had the biggest car at a Ford Explorer. So everyone was like, we can fit the most shit in your car. You drive. Mm. So I'm like, whatever. So it's uh, me and Geithner, and we pull up. You know when you're coming down Glenwood uh, right past uh, Drug Mart and whatnot on your right-hand side, that kind of newish neighborhood? Mm. Well, before there when it was just a couple model homes, they had like the for sale flag signs right there. Well, we got out, and we took one at like 9, 9.30 at night, mm-hmm. and we didn't realize that it was too long to fit in the car. So yeah. we put the back, the middle part of the back seat down, and we try and run this pole all the way up. So there's probably about two inches in between the end of the pole and the windshield, because I'm like, it's going to crack if, if, you know, did it didn't. And I'm like, we can have the pole hanging out of the trunk. It's okay. Like, I'll open the glass. Mm-hmm. And Geither's like, okay, well, a cop pulls up when that happens. And Gaither thinks that we're going to get caught. So what does this dumb motherfucker do? He slams the trunk closed. And and the the pole (laughs) pole (laughs) dents the fuck out of my (laughs) windshield. And so I'm just like oh my god like I'm mad as hell but what can I do? Yeah. The cop pulls up, he puts a flashlight in my face and there's a fucking pole in the middle of my car. I'm like leaning on the pole like hey officer like it was it was bad. It was bad cuz then I had to try and explain to my parents how my windshield got so fucking cracked. Did the cop
1: not say anything? No.
0: He didn't say anything. Yeah, I mean, we put the flag back, because at the yeah. end of the night, it wasn't like we like stole it to keep it. Yeah. But like, it was it was funny, because Geitha just got so scared, and he just whew, closed the door, and he comes to the front of the car, and he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Look at my windshield. It looks like Spider-Man yeah, yeah, yeah. shot something at know it. You know, his dumb
1: ass knew he did it, too, and just yeah. was like, what? Dude? It was
0: funny. I laughed. Dude,
1: that's funny as hell. Um, we had all kinds of stories that just like i used to fight beta fish like at, i would go to walmart and buy a
0: beta fish dude is it bad that we did that shit in college like when i was a freshman yeah. in the dorm rooms we like we literally would go as a haul like yeah. as like probably 15 20 deep to petsmart mm-hmm. and we would just name fish and buy them and like and fight, fight them yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you guys are fucking terrible yeah, yeah really i was be, like, yeah, gambling on the fish yeah. Fight, it dude. was bad
0: dude i mean i don't think we ever allowed a fish to die it was more or less when we saw one fish that was just getting fucked die. up yeah we would we would let them and then we had a retirement tank dude it was funny
2: that's crazy
0: we were bored. What do you do, man? When you play college sports, you're there 2 weeks yeah. before everyone. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Nothing. Well, for me at least. I was yeah. in the middle of
1: That's what, when I worked when I lived and worked at my school like for the summer my junior year of college, I worked there. I worked for like the maintenance crew full time and basically just professionally found ways to not do any work. Oh, yeah. And fucking... It's like
0: working for the city growing up in Twinsburg.
1: Yeah, yeah. just working there and living there. It's, it was just some of the strangest times because there was just... In the middle of fucking alliance with, like, 20 people around, there's not dick to do, dude.
2: That's how Kent was. Kent, yeah. like, you found, like, a, a solid group of, like, maybe 12, like, people. Mm-hmm. Like, your buddies. And, and then, like, like some girls. Yeah, yeah, and then you just always... You always, like, all right, we're gonna you go out... To, Saturday this mm-hmm. weekend and like yeah. every weekend some people would come in but Ken well, was Ken was fun in the summers though man because yeah. it like the bars were fucking packed crowded like they are on the school year mm-hmm. and shit like that like
0: oh yeah because he got a big D one state school yeah, you yeah basically patio just to do
1: the, yeah uh, whole college thing without the other yeah. fifty thousand people exactly come in. Yeah. did I ever tell the story of Fetchko breaking my nose my freshman year of college or sophomore year of college <laughs> bless you you ever heard
0: that story no, no. i haven't so fucking wait hold um, fix your microphone first yeah
1: i'm trying all right so my fucking senior year or sophomore year we like file with the school to like live off campus and so we can get a house together and it's me and the two meatheads that went to our high school and me and frank living in me frank and Fetchko living under the same roof and they're they're wild if you don't know them they're just the biggest imagine the biggest drunkest meatheads you could find and that's basically what you're picturing right now is these two lugheads. and i lived with them and they were really good football players so i'm like this will be dope like we ate well we worked out and then we drank and at that house dude it was disgusting there was there was like fucking chew wads on the walls like Fetchko would shave his entire like shave all of his hair like on his body pubes and all and just leave a pile on the bathroom floor for a couple of days like the it was the imagine the grossest college house you can think of with just and, three guys and that's where we lived and we made it cool the first couple weeks and then it just got destroyed and so one night me and Fetchko had the this group of freshman girls over and we're Like, half of them are my friends, and half of them are Fetchco's friends, and there's cops that are basically busting every house on our street. Eventually, they're gonna get to our house if we don't leave, and Fetchco gets pissed that I, like, tell these girls to go to a different party so they don't get arrested, and I'm like, yo, dude, like, I'm not gonna, like, basically, we just fought over that, and it was either I fight him right now or I am the bitch of this house for the rest of the time that I, that I live here. So I fucking, I went and I just like, and he's, He's fucking an all American D lineman, like six yeah. two He's a big dude. 250, 6'2", 250 at this point. He's lost a lot of weight, but he's six two, two fifty. He looks great now. And he fucking and I love the kid, but I in this moment I was gonna fight him because he was just calling me a pussy, basically, yeah. out in front of all these chicks. So I just run at him at like a spider monkey and fucking jump and he fucking like I he takes a couple hits to the face right when I go at him, but then dude, he picks me up and slams me into trash cans and he broke my nose like in the like exchange like his shoulder went into my nose oh and dude like if you look at it you can kind of see the kink in my like the scars right here i think okay but um like he (laughs) he broke it oh man (laughs) and then the next day we go to football practice and we apologize to each other in the morning realize we were just drunk and like there's nothing i can do about it and I have, like, two black eyes because my nose got broken. So I go to football practice the next day with this broken-ass nose because it's under a face mask. And I'm just like – and they're like – what the fuck is wrong with you Twinsburg kids, dude? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like I think some oh, of the coaches funny. kinda liked it and I definitely got my respect back from Fetchko after that. And oh, he yeah. felt bad that he broke my nose and we've been boys ever since, but it was just a it was an experience living with them. Right, yeah.
0: I've had my two roommates fight over teriyaki sauce. I don't yeah. know if I told you guys what? this story. Yeah. Like my one my roommate Chuck. And my other roommate, uh, Andrew, we call him baby. So if you ever, if you ever see me with like a guy downtown and I call him baby, his name is baby Andrew and he's a friend that came and visited, I promise. But anyway, uh... Yeah, baby was uh using the teriyaki sauce and he put it on the one shelf and Chuck liked it on the one shelf and the oh other God. shelf. And it was Chuck's teriyaki sauce. And this sauce. was just
1: their boiling point.
0: And yeah, like a lot of shit was going on with Chuck and like his personal life with his relationship and stuff like that. And I think it was just the boiling point, yeah. Cause I was sitting there and I remember just like being on my phone watching TV, like family guy or some shit like that. And I'm just like laughing to myself, like, "Are you serious? They're like legitimately fighting over teriyaki mm-hmm. sauce." And then like it got up, and it got to the point where, you know, like when they try and challenge each other to see whose dick's yeah. bigger, like, "Oh, yeah, get my fucking!" F- oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chuck got in his face because Chuck is yeah. six foot three, two hundred some pounds. He's a big fucking dude. Yeah, and he yeah he pushed baby, who's probably all of five foot nine, five foot ten. Like, so mm-hmm. it was big difference and uh then i i just like screamed i literally just screamed like loud noises and i was just like y'all are fighting over teriyaki sauce let that settle in mm-hmm. and then i grabbed my bong and went into my room because i didn't want it to break <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is the this living room chronicles podcast. podcast hey bibs to go ahead and wrap this wrap this up um you uh want to answer this question for me
2: yeah but then i got a surprise for you guys Oh yeah, what is a surprise? It's in
1: the car, I gotta go get it.
0: Oh. Um, Are
1: you gonna give it to us on the air?
0: Yeah. Alright, well then go now. Alright, I'll be right back. Think about this question. What? Do fish get thirsty?
1: If they pee, they probably get thirsty, yeah.
0: Do fish pee? Yeah, they have to pee. Yeah, Yeah. I think they
1: drink the water. They have to, right? Yeah, or they just absorb it. Here, we're gonna Google this.
0: What do you think Bibs is about to bring us?
1: I don't know. It's not I don't think it'd be related cuz he would have brought it already. Oh, I know what he's bringing us.
0: I think I do too. Say on the kind of three. Pocket pussy. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I'd that be, would be hilarious. That'll be
1: Tom's if Tom ever gets married.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, boys
1: yes i'm
0: so down
1: <laughs> oh this is dope all right we'll pose we'll pose for you oh well, boys ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. i found the girl i need my boys with me
1: wow this is a Next big moment I,
2: boys so i present to both of you a nice liquor book liquor bouquet and ask you <laughs> you got you got a breath there but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ran to his car i ran i was excited and I ask you, will you be my, my groomsman? Of course. Absolutely, man. Oh, I
0: love you guys. This is, is fucking Carly. awesome. More importantly, which one are we shooting to celebrate? I'm, I'm not just... shooting any. Oh, you're <laughs> not shooting any. Can we... Can we hug, Bibs? This is the this Living Room Chronicles, Chronicles, Chronicles podcast. podcast. All
1: right, I think that's a wrap on this week, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week. Go Browns. God, I hope so. I hope so.
0: This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. podcast. Do fish pee for the heat pee to
2: pee.